Here we are back in the studio. It's just me and Dylan now. Dan the man, thank you for coming in. Dan the man from Hasbrook Heights coming into the studio tonight to talk everything baseball. Me and Dylan now we're going to jump in and talk with the AL West. Give our thoughts now. Probably go a little bit quicker on these uh, since we really want to get to the Red Sox-Yankees. That'll probably be... Out of the last 25 minutes, I'll probably be the 15 of the 25 minutes, the 20 of the 25 minutes. minutes so we'll, we'll talk to the AL Central really quick. Uh, we'll start off with, I guess, we'll start at the bottom again like we did with the other divisions. Yeah. Oakland Athletics. Absolutely. Start off with them. Not really much talent on that team. That's another team that just doesn't spend money. The money ball mentality's yeah. fallen apart over the last few years, which they had a lot of, they've had a lot of talent in the last two or three years. But you see guys like Matt Chapman get traded, Mark Hanna gone, Stalin Mate gone. Jet Lowry gone, Elvis Andrus gone. And they just traded Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy gone. Who Frankie Montas gone. Yes. Sean Denaya gone. Well, they dodged a ball with that one. Apparently. Sean, uh, yes, with Montas, yes. Uh, Sean Murphy, you said probably the best player going into the season yes, is gone. is traded. Um, um, and now their best overall player is, I guess, Tony Kemp. Yeah, Tony Kemp's going to lead off Tony Kemp or, I mean, their, Ramon rot- Lurianos, their rotation, right. uh, they do have... Uh, oh, let me go to the rotation. I do have it. Caprillion. Caprillion, yep. Is decent. Blackburn was decent last year before he got hurt. And yep. Is Caprillion? Uh, Caprillion, yeah, he's there. He's there for it. And then Blackburn's hurt. Okay, he's still, yeah. He did make the All-Star. He was very, he was uh, solid last year. And then... Uh, they got him in that trade for Sean Murphy, yep. Yeah. J.P. Sears, their number five, uh, was one of the top pitchers in the Yankees uh, farm system. That was part of the Frankie Montas trade. He's was solid with them last year, I want to say, uh, but basically just coming on AAA and wasn't going to be starting for the Yankees, became part of that trade. Um, 386 ERA last year, 6 and 3 record, 17 yeah, games, 11 stops. Not bad. Pretty solid. He's probably their one. The Kyle Muller was their one. I look at the think, stats here, 1 and 1 record, 803 ERA. I think it's mostly just experience. Three games, Three games that we only pitched last year. Right, so I, think, young, I yeah. think, yeah. It's, it's random. Who the, I, I think. Caprillion is yeah, probably the best pitcher they have healthy agree. right now. I have Waldachuk's Blackburn, too. if you were to be healthy. Waldachuk's yeah. another. Like, they Waldachuk, just, I forgot about Yeah, Ken Waldachuk's actually solid. Yep. Um, but, yeah, uh, they're going to be really bad. <laughs> they yeah, might be the worst be. team in the league. Depends on how their pitching is, really. Yeah, Caprillion's 4-2-3 ERA. That's a 5-9 record. But, yeah, he's probably the best player overall, best pitcher overall. I would agree. First round pick to the Yankees, like you said. Um, and then Sears as well. I mean, he's... Decent numbers there in just 17 games last year. I think he'd probably be their best pitcher if he were to pin out, continue onto that track. Obviously, Paul Black, you know, Brown, if he were to be yeah, healthy, but he will be out yeah. um, for some time. But look at that lineup. Tony Kemp's, I guess, their best player. Jose, uh, Jose, uh, what was I? Jesus Aguilar, he's, or Aguilar, he's he probably would, their best power he, hitter. He was, you know, there's, Aguilar, a why, yeah. there's a reason why he's with the athletics now and not anyone else. He, his power's kind of gone. And then I guess Chase Peterson, he was good a couple and, years and, ago with the Brewers. Yeah, Moriano's decent defensively, but that's that's really it. Chase Peterson was good two years ago, I believe. If I remember right. Let's see. Two years ago, hit six home runs, 10 bases, t- still 10 bases, 247 batting average. Pretty consistent, actually, over the last couple yeah. of years. Nothing crazy, but he's the three or five hitter projected. And then Loriano, like you said, pretty good fielder, too. Loriano probably could be a guy that. They always do that, which is trade guys mid-season at the deadline. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they were to do that. But he's, he's not the youngest. No, he's 28. I, was gonna say, I thought he was like 26. But uh, maybe he's a guy they move to the deadline. We'll see. Yeah. Um, that's the A's. I guess not really much to say about that no, team. Yeah, it's going nowhere. The team um, going nowhere. We'll move on to the – which the Mariners are the best team there. And are one of the best teams, I guess, because the Astros are probably the best. But I guess the Rangers, dive into them. Yeah, they're, they're the Ran- very, yeah Rangers are probably the uh, best team up. Very interesting, just because uh, DeGrom and Evaldi, they the great. Yes, I mean, just they're doing the opposite of what most teams are doing, which is like most teams are tanking for five years to finally have a good team and then not spending money. 
they ha haven't intentionally tanked at all. They've just spent an absolute boatload of money. Yeah. First on last year, they did Seager and Semyon, and then this year adding Nate the Great, Nate, <laughs> Jake DeGrom, and DeGrom. Yeah, and Heaney they got too. And Heaney, yeah. So they added three pitchers to the rotation. Um, I still don't think they're very good. Uh, they're. Can say where the rotation could be though, like with the, that oh, A's, yeah. they're much better. I think yes. you get Degrom, Avaldi, they have two good pitches there. Martin Perez was actually pretty good last yeah, year, one no. of the best starters in the AL. And John, and John Gray is good too. Like all of their pitchers are good. Yeah, but you look at their look at their lineup: Young, Josh Young, first round pick, yeah. Young. Uh, Jonah Heim was solid. Adelis, uh, Adelis Garcia, yeah. young second, like thirty a guy, thirty guy. They've got some perfectly solid guys in the lineup, but um, just probably not going far at all. I mean, last year, even with all the money they spent, they still finished well below five hundred. Yeah, and I, you know, I just don't think structurally you can build a team by just throwing a bunch of money at it without having the farm system to back it up. Definitely, I would agree. I think that team could get. Which let's see what they were last year, sixty eight ninety four. I was gonna yeah. give them around seventy four. Sixty eight wins. I was like seventy four to seventy six wins. I think they'll be five yeah. to eight below five hundred. That that I mean, considering the pitching is much better than it was actually. Perez was their number one last year. Now you add Nate and Jacob Degrom. I mean, that's two good pitches there. Um, it's not a bad rotation like yeah. you said. It's younger younger batters. Adolis Garcia was really good a couple of years ago as a rookie. Yeah, and uh, Josh Josh Young at uh, third base. Uh, yeah, he didn't get to start all of last year. He was a I mean, he's technically going to be a rookie coming into yeah, the first round well. pick. Yeah, um, five home he, runs in ninety eight at bats. Pretty yeah, good. he'll, he'll, Two probably, he'll average, definitely uh, be a contributor. Hot um, spring though, and yeah, and that's definitely an upgrade. But that is basically it. Is that you pronounce it, Young? I is it Young or Young? I thought I, it was Young. It might be Young though. That would make more sense probably. I could be wrong there. I apologize there for <laughs> screwing up. But he had three home runs, six yes. RBIs, three twenty one batting average, and a nine sixty eight OPS in fifty three games in spring training. Once again, small sample size. We compare it to his. Two or four batting average last year and 98 at-bats. 53 at-bats is pretty similar. Just what's sample size, 321 he hit. So, obviously a better spring. Hopefully things, you know, go in the right direction for him. I do like, I do like some players on that team. I obviously love Nate. I like Degrom a ton. Uh, and I do root for Seager as well. I like yeah. him when he's on the Dodgers. No, so, I, 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 I like, root for him to do well. Yeah, it's definitely – I mean, I think they're all talented. I just think um, – The division's it's, tough, too. It's a, it's a very tough division, and I think they've got a lot of issues um, that they haven't really solved by throwing money at it. Definitely. So I, mean, I, think they're probably, I think they're probably going to finish fourth again. Half a billion on the uh, Seager and uh, Simeon. So I would, I would probably say second to last, like you said. Yeah. yeah. So um, next up is Angels. Angels. I was going to say yeah, Angels. Which I'm all about the Angels. Very, very interesting. I am all about the Angels this year. If you look at what they looked like last year in their lineup, when Otani and Trout healthy, that was really most of their offensive production. Yes. Ranjifo, Luis Ranjifo is probably one of their better hitters as well. Taylor Ward had some. Some stretches in there. Yes. Jared Walsh has some stretches in, but now they add guys, so now they're eight, six through nine is better. Yeah. So, so what I wanted to say was that let you go. They're five through nine hitters uh, by OPS plus, which is a rate, um, which is an efficiency stat for hitting. For OPS, yep. Yeah. OPS base plus slug and yeah, proficiency. Yep. Their OPS plus in the five through nine slots was worse than Joey Gallo's last year. <laughs> At five through nine. So, outside of obviously having two of the best hitters in baseball. They had five of the worst hitters in baseball yeah. behind them. So, unsurprisingly, a pretty bad offense. But they did add a lot of players. They got Brandon Drury, 
who I think is going to play second for them. Second base, first base, second. He plays right. first, second, and right. short. He's kind of a utility guy, but probably first uh, or second, yep. Rendon will hopefully be healthy. Hopefully. Third. I really hope so, actually. I'd love yeah. to see him fully healthy. And then... Rochella. Uh, Gio Rochella from Yankee. Well, I, yeah, and they're projecting him at short? Short. Short. I, I guess it's possible. He played short right for the Yankees well, lately, he, he, right? He played short uh, He played short a lot more with Cleveland. With us, he mostly played third, but he can... He, Started as a defensive specialist. I could see him being a starter there. Um, Rangifo was a he was solid. good. He was there. He was, was really he good. He had last seventeen year. home runs last year. Two sixty batting average somewhere yeah. on there. He was solid. Taylor Ward uh, was. Great, he's good when he's great, healthy. He's good. Right. I mean, went on a crazy tear and then fell off. But he's a young player. He it's was to be expected. Great. When they were great, like just about when we got out of school last year, like May twentieth. Yeah. He was right before great. they had the fourteen, 14 game, game losing streak. streak. Yes, oh, I'm not even going to mention my project. I, I'm not going to even predictions here because I don't want to jinx them again. I did a prediction we both, though, we around both, then. We both jinxed them. Because oh, it was you just fun. Say. You want to see Mike Trout yes. and Shohei Otani win. Two of the best players yes. in baseball. I would argue the one and two in baseball. And also, uh, Logan O'Hop, who they... I don't Rookie, know, right? Yes. I don't know if he's definitely made the roster yet. I'd have to double check, but he's coming at AAA. Max Stassi, too, they got to. Right. Uh, so with Max Stassi being hurt, O'Hop yeah. will probably be the catcher. So that's another probable upgrade, because Stassi's good defensively, but was... Um, He's a catcher. He's not very yeah. good hitting. Nevin said Orsella will stop, by the way, at short. So, I guess. All right. With all the moving pieces, and he said. Yeah. So, we'll see. But I, that, that probably makes sense. They're, I guess maybe Rangifo. They don't really have probably a... a second, I guess. And, yeah, they don't really have another sh- sh- shortstop on the roster. I would say Orsella, he's at time at short. Probably put him there. Yeah. I mean, they had Jose Iglesias a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and then last year, they had... Uh, Andrew Velazquez. Yes, Velazquez, Andrew, yes, he's gone. Who had a crazy good year defensively at short. Um, Struggled hitting a little, but he's, he's good defensively, though, yeah. Oh, he was excellent. Um, and they're former Yankee, too. Yes, and the rotation also took a lot of steps up. Um, I was going to say, I think the rotation is very underrated. I think people people say, oh, the Andrews have no pitching. One, two, three is pretty they've good. Got, they've got potential. Um, one, two, three is pretty good. You've got yeah. Shohei Otani, Patrick Sandoval, and Tyler Anderson's your one, two, three. Reed Detmers, solid four. Right. Jose Suarez, not a bad to have. They have three lefties or four lefties in that rotation, which yeah, is interesting. I mean, which might actually be an advantage for them. Yeah, I mean, Detmers and Sandoval both were young guys coming up uh, last year and didn't really get going until the second half of the season when basically it was over. But you yeah. know, if they can replicate that second half of the season, that's a very solid lineup or rotation. And yeah. Uh, the only question mark to me is Tyler Anderson. Um, got that big payday. From got Kimberly a big payday. Atlanta, and right? when pitchers leave the Dodgers. What Dodgers it was, yeah. They, it's rare for a pitcher to leave the Dodgers and replicate that success. Yeah, 2 um, five, seven, and, ERA last and he, year. Yeah, he pitched really well. 15-5 record for the, the Dodgers, yeah. Um, but that's with a – I mean, the Dodgers had one of the best def- defenses behind him. Um, all around, yeah. Trey yeah, Turner's just, great at short. Yeah, just yeah. They're the all Dodgers. Around. <laughs> they're good all around. They're, good they're, all around they're the Dodgers. It's like <laughs> rookie um, bats, Freddie Freeman. Those are gold yeah, gloves exactly. right there. Like so. they had like five gold gloves. Um, and then meanwhile, you have the Angels are going to be starting Geo at short, which he hasn't really played full time shortstop in years. Yeah. Uh, so that's a big question mark to me. Um, it's a decent lineup, though. It's a very, no, it's a very talented. And you also team. had a Hunter Renfro, so you had power. So let's look at the five through nine now. Right, five through nine last year struggled. You had Velasquez in there. Um, you had Brandon Mosh even in there before they traded him. Uh, Tyler Wade. Tyler Another, Wade, yep. Tyler Wade was in there. Tyler Wade was in there. Now the five United is Hunter Renfro, Brandon Jury, Renifo, Logan O'Hoppy, and then G. Rochelle. The soft five through nine. It's, the one through four is great. I, I mean, yeah, if I don't get sick healthy, that one right, through four I mean, is great. That one through four 
might be the best in the league. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, Mike Trout and Otani are one of the best in my exactly. eyes. I, that's why I want to see them win. And yeah. I know my friend Timmy Loves, you actually were talking to Timmy on here a few weeks ago, talking about Macho Madness. He said, you know, a few weeks ago, when he was saying that, you know, Red Sox, you know, weren't making any moves. It was, before the, it was right around the beginning of the offseason. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm still a Red Sox fan, but, you know, give me another team I can root for. And I said, the Angels. Oh, I said, because yeah, Mike sure. Trout and Otani, very easy to root for. So yes. I would agree with you there. That's a team that you can, you know, talk about and, and yeah. root for. And um, just to, I guess, wrap it up, I would yeah. say. Uh, only concern for me is uh, Phil Nevin being the yeah. manager. Um, <laughs> he was name manager. What a beast. Dude, he was thrown out last year. manager he, just, he loves getting thrown out. He was a former third base coach for the Yankees and got fired because he was such a bad third base coach, which is pretty tough to do. Um, yeah, it's I, honestly impressive. I, I, I understand wanting to go with continuity when you're the Angels. Like, you're looking for stability. Um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's concerning. It's I would concerning. agree. You probably don't want your coach getting thrown out every single game. Yeah, I would um, imagine not. But it's funny though, considering. Yes. You know. So I could see them. I could see them competing for second in this division. I would agree. I, I think. I think honestly, they're going to be a playoff team, and I have them. They haven't made the playoffs in eight years. Second longest or the longest drought with the Detroit Tigers. So yeah. I think they break it this year and. Hot take of mine. Whenever I do my full predictions, which I might—I mean, I'm, we're doing giving our predictions now, but I wanted to do like a win-loss one, which I didn't have yeah. the time to do. I actually think they could go, which big hot take probably. I think they could go to the ALCS if they put everything together. Hot take, but I think I'm rooting for them to do it. I'll say that I'm rooting for them to do it, and that's why I think they can do it. Anything's just because I want them to. Anything is possible. Just because I want them to. But uh, we could jump up to uh, Seattle, I guess. Right? Seattle's yeah, next. Yeah, to Seattle. Um, Seattle, and then the Astros. Then I guess. We'll out, yeah. Yes. So yeah, I'll let you start with Seattle. Uh, so offseason moves, they uh, moved a lot of players. Uh, they did. Mitch Hanniger, uh, gone, who was playing left field, is gone. Uh, Frazier, who was playing second base, is gone. Carlos Santana, who was their first baseman, and DH is gone. And then they uh, added Teoscar Hernandez, who's going to yeah, be and a trade, yeah. yeah or, trade for a reliever in a minor league. He's going to be yeah. playing right. They have him right, yeah. So Right or left, he's, he's primarily the one. Right. Right. And then uh, Colton Wong from the Padres, Padres uh, yeah. will probably be at second. Uh, I will have to say I'm biased. I really, or Brewers it was for Wong. Brewers? Yes. Brewers, there yeah. you go. Same thing. The Brewers, Seattle, uh, St. Louis... Brewers, Seattle. I'm sorry, keep it on my phone. <laughs> no. um, I'm biased. Uh, I really like this Mariners team. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, should the, and we haven't even talked about the rotation. I will. Yeah, I was gonna that, say. But, I know you're your biggest Castillo guy. Yes, you like him a lot. I mean, I think this is just such a, a talented young team. I think Julio Rodriguez is just incredible. I yeah. mean, he's. I think he's future baseball younger than me. I think. Yeah, I can check his age. He, he was, was 21, 21 last year. He's 21 and still, was I believe. An, I mean... He's turned 22 already. Okay, okay, so he's a little older than me. Uh, there you go. December 29, 2000. Okay. Yeah. 28 home runs last year, 75 RBIs, 284 batting average, 854 OPS. In spring training, two home runs and a 1237 OPS yes. and 36 at bat. So you can... The number speak for itself. Watch him play, too. He's, he's, and right, he's a great he, player. He plays with swagger. He's, 25 stolen bases last yeah. year. I didn't even mention the stealing. Now, he's he, he's one of the few guys you could say is a legit like 30 stolen base, 30 home run candidate. Acuna and him, yeah. Right. And he... Yeah, I'd I agree with you. Can't say Cedric enough. Mullins can't, can't can't say in 2021. Yes. Um, that being said, uh, there's issues. Bullpen. Um, yeah, bullpen. Um, Jared Klenick 
Um, I'd say middle of the lineup, too. Middle lineup's five through nine. Five yeah. Through eight, five through nine's, eh. Jared Klenick, um, very highly touted prospect, uh, originally with the Mets. Mets, right? Yeah, Mets. Yeah. Part of uh, trade. He, with Robinson Cano, right? Yes. He is um, crushes it in AAA, um, but hasn't been able to figure it out at the major league level yet. Uh, 141, 141 last year. last year. 141 batting. And 160 at bats, which is not small. Fourth of the season, third of the season. He played yeah. remote, yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah, tough. His career. You, yeah, I mean, you have to, yeah, you have to think that at some point he's going to figure it out. Cause he, First round pick, 2018 to the Mets. Six, yeah, and I mean, in AAA, he hits like 300. Like, yeah. Easy. And he's only 23, so it's not like... You know, yeah. he's not, like, stuck in AAA. That's a normal time for a... Came straight from high school, too. It's a jump. Too, yeah, that's... Sometimes. It's tough. Um, but he is their presumed starter left field. So that's a real open question of how much he's going to produce. Suarez strikes out on you. Any Suarez strikes Suarez, out yeah, a ton. He, he's hot and cold. Hits home runs, though. He gets... Yeah. He can get hot, though. Yeah. He hit, like, 35 home runs. I, 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 him at your six header, I think that's pretty comfortable. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. The seven through nine's iffy, like like we said. I'd say the middle end of the rotate end of the line, not really the middle of the line. Thirty one home runs last year, two thirty six batting average. Just Suarez. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think their rotation very good. Robbie Ray, former Cy Young, did take yes. a little bit of a step back last year. Yes. Um, let's see what his average three seven one ERA last year, one hundred six yeah. ERA though in five games of spring training. So maybe he's back. Yeah. Uh, but I re- uh, Castillo was lights out last year. After they traded for once they traded for Cincinnati, yeah. Logan Gilbert uh, was a rookie last guys, year. Yep. Killed it. All the young guys killed it, but especially Gonzalez, Logan yep. Gilbert. Uh, they're a fun team to watch. They were a fun team to watch. They're super talented. They're almost all young players. I mean, we talk about Cal Rally, another guy who just got pulled up, um, hit some home runs. Uh, you know, he's got some room to grow, but. 27 home runs last year. Yeah, wow. 27 home runs. Uh, only a 2-11 batting average, but yeah. you take what you can get from Take a 773 OPS yeah. now. Um, just a fun player. Uh, fun team. I would love to see them win the division over the Astros. I would, too. It would be a dream. I would, too. Uh, but it's probably not going to happen, but we can dream. But I think they'll be in, they'll be in the conversation. They'll be in the future of the Astros, I would yes. say. I, I mean, they'll be in the future. The issue was last year was anytime they got close, they would play a series against the Astros and blow it. Yeah, they can't keep doing that. They're going to have to beat the Astros at some point if they want to win the division. I mean, I think the rotation might actually be better than the Astros' rotation. I'm looking at the rotations here; it's uh, it's close. It's well, close. we'll get to them. We'll get I would to them. I would say the Astros still have a better rotation. Consider those young guys though in that Mariners rotation a couple of years from now could be. That's I mean, Framil Valdez is great. Yeah, Javier's good. Urquidy's good. I mean, it, it probably actually I would give the Mariners uh, a slight top. Down, it top, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a notch down. So I'll still put the Astros at the top. Yeah. But my uh, my hopeful prediction is Mariners win the division. My more realistic prediction is they finish a close second. Yeah, I would agree. I take them probably right around three or four, five games out. Five yeah. games out. Uh, jump to the last team in the division, the Astros, uh, World Series champs. Yeah, the the Death Star, the um, reigning World Series champs, which they have injuries going to the season. Yes, that's really the only interesting thing to talk about. Altuve uh, in the World Baseball Classic broke his thumb. Brantley is recovering from shoulder surgery. And Tucker and Tuck- Alvarez were hurt in too. But they're supposed to be healthy. Right. I was reading today, but um, this should be ready to go. What, what's there to say about the Astros at this point? Uh, they're, they're pitching. It's I don't great. know where they find these guys. They're pitching. They develop guys. Mow down everyone in the postseason. Uh, they develop talent. They develop they talent. They sign guys that obviously perform and do well. Yeah. 
They just um, added Jose Abreu to the lineup. Got even better. Yeah. Um, didn't lose a couple pieces too, but uh, uh, let me. Uh, so they, they lost, lost Christian Vasquez, lost, right? Um, Vasquez, Mancini. Uh, Mancini, who were both playing first base. So with Jose Abreu, I think that's a pretty lateral yep. move. The biggest loss like that. is Verlander. Verlander. I yep. mean, and they Fact. didn't replace him with anyone really. Yeah, just hoping Valdez takes another step up. Yeah, but it's almost like it doesn't matter because, I mean, you saw in the World Series, it didn't matter how bad Verlander was. No, it didn't. <laughs> they, they just, runs. Look at that lineup. Jeez. <laughs> that lineup's nuts. I yeah. mean, you got Jeremy Pena, rookie, uh, you know, last year, was actually the World Series MVP last year. Yeah. He's coming in, going to be the leadoff hitter. Then you got Bregman, Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, another guy played Team USA, Jose Abreu. McCormick's good. Hensley's... I don't even know Hensley. But Hensley's backing up just because uh, Altuve's hurt. I, was, I don't even know who Hensley is. He's probably yeah. going to be good for listening, knowing them. Somehow they find talent. They, 345 and 29 at-bats last year. I mean, it's just surprising, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, six, six second baseman? Jeez, dude. Yeah, they have... No one's hitting the line. Every year him. they have at least seven guys hitting above average, and I would not Jeez, doubt... McCormick's good, too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're just... They're just talented. They do everything right somehow, and... Uh, they are all former cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Moving on. Them. Uh, all right, AL East. So we'll jump. <laughs> we'll talk AL East lightly with the other teams. They're going to probably do mostly Yankees, Red Sox. We already did take out. You know, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but talk very lightly. I guess yeah. like both the Orioles. We'll start off with lightly. Very young team. Have a bright future. Eight prospects in the top one hundred. Yeah, top, you know, one hundred MLB.com. And the one thing about that team, I think the interesting thing is. Is they were good last year when no one went in with the expectations. Yeah. Now they have some expectations, so it could I know you. Things. I know you think they could take a slight step back, right? Uh, well, it's not just uh, so. I mean, last year, which I would probably agree, they probably could be a little aggressive. I, I'm rooting for them to do better. Yeah, right? I, I, th- I think they could do better. I think the concern is just that their bullpen pitched. They traded everyone away. They traded guys away, but they also guys, pitched at a very high level that it's hard to imagine they replicate that again. It's possible. They had a top 10 ERA in baseball last year. Right. I mean, they, their pitching was really the, the star of the show. And, the you know, the hitting was good, but it was mostly a few Young standout guys. players. It was mostly Rushman. Cedric Mullins, Rushman, who only came in, you know... Midway through the season. Midway yeah. through the season. And then... Mateo was actually solid. Yeah, he even killed the Sox a ton. And that's, I mean... Santander was hurt a little last year. He's a good player, though. Castle young, but... They've got a very solid lineup, and the biggest ad they'll be making is Gunnar Henderson at third. He didn't start... I think he... He came up mid-season. He came up mid-season. He didn't do much. He's going to be a full-time starter. Then he came up right as we were coming back from school. Yes. Right coming back. Late August. He only played... Probably probably only played about 15, 20 games. He's a number one prospect on MLB.com, though. So exciting times. To be a Baltimore Orioles fan, eight prospects in the top 100. I'm excited to see their future. You look at their rotation. Kyle Gibson's their number one. Older guy. They paid him, I think it was a one-year deal, $10 million. Yeah. He's their number one on opening day. It would have been John Means, but Means is yes, out. Means is still, still hurt. Some time with Tommy John surgery. Um, they did lose... Um, one piece, they did. Jordan Lyles. Yep, Jordan Lyles, yep. He went somewhere and else. Was it... Uh, I was just looking at it. It was the first, uh, team we were ta- first division we were talking about. Can't remember. Uh, bu- 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 bu. He went to the Royals. Royals, okay. That's yes, first division, I was going to say, yeah. And I think he's going to be their number one. Yeah, um, probably. Put, put, put in that side. Um, uh, but a team that, you know, is, is a bright future and good yes. upside. I'm and excited to see them. This, uh, they're not listed here, but uh, Grayson Rodriguez, uh, the pitcher, the pros- top prospect. is probably going to come up as well and be a starter. 
Yeah, they, they said he's not going to make the opening day roster, but he's probably right. going to be a short they're, stint. Couple they're, starts. They're going to work him in pretty quick. He's a top ten prospect. They have three of the top twelve prospects. Yes, two that are coming. Obviously, Henderson's already on the team. Rodriguez is going to make it up this year, and then they have um, uh, Roy, uh, not Roy Holiday, uh, Matt Holiday's son, yeah, uh, Jackson Holiday, yes. going to come up at some point. So, so yes, very talented team, very young team. The only thing that will hold them back is their ownership not wanting to spend money. Yes. That's what it really comes down to. They're afraid to, which it's tough, I guess, a small market. They should have spent this year and got a big picture. They, I thought they should they have didn't got spend like any, a, They didn't spend Rodani. any money. That's what I wanted them yes. to do. They could have, they could have spent money because it's got to emphasize they're paying no one right now. No one, yeah. I mean, they have I, like $30 million in payroll right now, which is nothing. And Cedric Mullins is under arbitration, not going to be arbitration eligible, or, you know, yeah. a free edge of 2027. Right. So he's going to be making two, three, four million right. dollars. Five so million. I think Adam Frazier is actually, no, they got him for a trade. So no, they're not paying no one. Literally, um, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone's young. Henderson's young, Hayes is young, Mountcastle's young, Rutschman's young, yeah. Irvin's young. Every one of that team's young. So, I mean, most of these pitches are first and second year yeah. guys. I don't think this is going to be their year. Um, a couple years just, from now, though. A couple of years, I mean, I don't think the rotation's here yet, but if they're not in the playoffs in two or three years, it's only because their ownership won't spend money because yes. this is a very talented young core. Eight prospects, top 100. Jackson Holiday will be up in two years, so yeah. that team's going to be great. Um, Jump in. Which I know the Red Sox probably saved, so I guess uh, Rays? Yeah, let's talk Rays. Let's talk Rays. We talk Rays. I mean, there's, I mean, the Rays, like we always said, you, before we got in there, you had a great line. They always find a way to get 90 wins. So I, It's it's almost like you don't even know what to say about them. They made no moves in the offseason. No. No moves in the offseason. They, they uh, actually lost guys, which I Yeah, didn't. so they lost uh, Kevin Kiermaier. Kiermaier's gone, yep. G-Man Choi. Who, Good to the Blue Jays, Kiermaier. G-Man Choi, by the end, wasn't really starting, so whatever. Uh, Zunino, a catcher. He's gone, yep. Uh, Yarbrough and Kluber at pitcher. Wow, that's a lot of losses right. there. But then, then they, every year they just have random prospects coming that are, that are and, unreal. Yeah. It, it's just they, yeah. they're great. They're a re- very good at being they, a small market team. They did bring in uh, Zach Eflin. Yes, that's their probably that was, addition, that was right? their big move. Um, Comes to their fourth starter, it looks like, in the rotation here. So yeah. um, We can start off, I guess, we can talk about a player or two in the lineup. Wanda Franco, I think... Probably in my eyes, right now, probably not the best contact hitter in baseball. One or two years from now, I'd give him that. I, it's I, ridiculous, right side and left side for yeah. the plate. He's an automatic. If he gets five at bats a game, he's an automatic. Just about one, two for yeah. five a night. Another like crazy young, just phenom who's yeah. coming up at like twenty and being one of the best shortstops in the league. Yeah, just I think the main thing with him is the injuries, mm. and, and that's why I don't think I, I'm not going to give him the title. He has to be the best contact hitter since he really isn't fully healthy either. His last two seasons, but when he is on the field. You can't throw him an inside pitch. He's turning on it. You yes. throw him an inside pitch, right side or left side, it's going to be a home run. Right? Realistically, yes. if you give him a fastball at the letter, let us high, he's taking it yeah. 420 I, feet. Last, last year, basically every single one of their great players was hurt. Uh, Wander Franco was hurt for a good amount. Randy was hurt. Lau was hurt. Yandy Diaz even. Yandy, yeah. Time. They were all hurt. It didn't matter. They found ways to win. Uh, they're going to find ways to win again. McClanahan... Shane and Cy Young candidate. Would have been a Cy... Probably, I think, would have won the Cy Young had he not fallen off And Verlander was just And Verlander, yeah, Verlander just had a ridiculous season. Um, it's really just a question of what new players do they find that are going to, you know, blow the doors off this year. Yeah. Because they're always going to find a new pitcher, and they're always going to find, you know... It's a, a prospect. Pitcher. Yeah, it's... They're good at doing It's just that. a fact of life. I would agree. Um, yeah, I'm with you Second there. or third place... I would say second. I'd probably give them third. Third. I honestly like the Orioles more. That's why I'd put the Orioles in. Wait a second. No, my predictions. I had a hot take, which, hold on, don't hold me to this yet, because I haven't <laughs> given my full predictions yet of the, I want to win loss record just to do it, because I did it last year. 
lightly, and even though not everything was not not much was accurate. I did have a couple of things. I had the Phillies on the World Series. I got a couple of things right. So I said, I won't do that again this year. I won't actually put time into it. I don't want to just give it the top of the head. Um, but I said I was getting a little more hopeful on the Sox the last couple of weeks. I had the Sox at fourth in division, which isn't crazy hopeful. It's all I have them winning the World Series. I had the Blue just taking a step back. I mean, the Rays taking a step back being fifth in the division, which is a hot take maybe, but the division's going to be closer. Really. Three through five is going to be probably close. Any, all the, I mean, the, the floor for the division is probably like 74, 75 wins. Like 70, say, so you could have 70, you could have over... 81 wins and be five games out. Right, I mean, the, look, look at the Orioles last From the second spot, yeah. so we're going to be... It's going to be a ridiculously tough division. That being said, I'm not... You're probably not going to put them at 50. Well, right? it's just the Rays, I'm not going to say anything less than 90 wins, because they just always do it. They do it. I don't know Every how. year, they do it. Um, Jump to Toronto, I guess? Yeah, we'll do Toronto, and then we can... And then we're and doing we Red Sox, Yankees, yeah. Fun stuff. All right, Toronto. Once again, another team that's going to be great in this division. I mean, it's just stacked. You talk about their rotation. You talk about their lineup. Both are great. Talk about what they did in the offseason. They made some moves as well. They made a bunch of moves. Let you break down a couple of them. So they added uh, Chris Bassett from the Mets, uh, yep. who did a lot Working of with great the Mets. work. I mean, he was at times their number one because of all their injuries. Great pitcher. They wanted him back, too. Yeah. They traded for Dalton Varsho from Arizona, who I don't know if people are aware of him. He's I'm, good. A, I'm aware of him mainly because of fantasy. fantasy. Yeah. Uh, he is starting at left fielder. He is also a catcher, great power hitter. Um, 27 home runs last year. Right. And just gives him flexibility, too. Um, who else? Added Kevin Kiermeyer. He's going to be playing center field for them. Added Brandon Belt from the Giants. Uh, who has fallen off but is still a very solid player. He's probably going to be the yeah. starting first baseman. One year, nine well, million. Not, uh, starting DH, obviously, Vlad is their first baseman. One year, nine million he got, so it's not oh, a yeah, idea for Belt. Yeah. Um, and Belt will be DH. You got it. Yeah, and they added Chad Green from the Yankees. Which good, or, is, good reliever. He's, um, he's not the best reliever, but he eats innings every year. If you look over Middle the last few years, Chad Green... Almost always leads uh, relievers in innings pitched. He's just a great piece to have. Yeah. Um, I like him a lot myself. They did lose Teoscar Hernandez. Traded, uh, traded him, yep. Yeah. They got back a reliever, which yeah, they had. Guriel. What is Guriel's going, right? Tapia and uh, Stripling was yes. a big loss for relievers, I believe. Tapia's a Red Sox now, yep. He is? I didn't even know Red that. Sox, yeah. He yeah. just made the roster over Jaron Duran, which I was a little sad about. but He's uh, a pretty they, solid player. I mean, He is. Uh, they traded for Eric Swanson and got a minor leaguer. Minor leaguer and Eric Swanson back. Yeah, and Swanson. Swanson's a solid. He's good. He had yeah. under two ERA. They got the bullpen, so right around there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, their lineup, too, is great. Matt yeah. Chapman. Whit Merrifield's a projected eighth hitter on the lineup, which right. is nuts. Well, he did take a setback. I got to say, last year he was pretty atrocious. But, but considering he's your eighth hitter. That's a guy with a lot of upside. That's a guy with a ton of upside. 250 batting average is bad. Yeah. He's usually a 300 guy. Yeah. Hit 306, though, in, in spring training and 36 at bats. So, hopefully, get him back on track. Uh, six seventy three OPS last year was not great for a guy that was a perennial all star. Just whatever year when yeah. he came to city. Uh, I, I think, uh, and then the rotation. Manoa is great. Manoa, Gaussman, and then I think the issue with the rotation, like we were discussing mm-hmm. uh, off air, uh, they've got a lot of question marks at that bottom. Barrios. Can't, can't say healthy, even when he's healthy, he's not good. He <laughs> was real bad last year. Um, there's no getting around it. And I think there's reasons to think he'll figure it out, but. Jeez, five two three ERA. Five, last year, thirty two starts too. It wasn't like it was a small sample. No. Thirty two starts, twelve seven record, so, twelve wins, seven losses, but still. Yeah, Chris Bassett, 
Great. solid but not exceptional. And then Kikuchi, yes, another Kikuchi, yep. guy who comes from Seattle. Yeah. Six seven records, six one seven losses, five one nine ERA it was not yeah. good last year. Another guy took a step back. But spring training, seven games, point eight seven ERA. Who who knows? So, I mean, it's a uh, small sample. You yes, can't really base your players off that. But concerns because while Manoa and Gaussman are two ex- excellent pitchers, two, I mean, Manoa's an ace, Gaussman's a borderline ace. Right there, yeah. The rest of the rotation is a big question mark to me. And uh, their bullpen, bullpen, their bullpen's great. Yeah, so their bullpen's great. I mean, yeah. Romano's great, and then adding Swanson. I think that. Romano's one of the best clothes in baseball, yeah. Yeah, I think that won't be an issue. Um,. I think the issue is going to be bottom rotation and... Health probably too. George Springer is always hurt. Yes, health and do they just put it together? Because I don't know how to put it, but I they, they're always talented and then they just don't put it together. Uh, literally in my notes, I said they seem to always find a way to lose in the playoffs. Every year they make moves in the offseason. Active buys <laughs> the trade deadline and in the offseason and don't win. That's, Same exact line yep. as you said. Because every year the trade deadline is the Blue Jays had the biggest trade deadline. Yep. Every year they make moves. Yep. Besides, the Padres probably the biggest trade deadline last year, but... Besides that, though, the, the Blue active. Jays are always they're right always there active, yeah. making moves, and they always find a way to lose. But maybe this is the year that they turn things around. They're, I mean, they're talent- it's tough. They're in a, obviously, it's a ridiculously tough division, but they're so talented that it, the, the fact that they're always stuck in wildcard games and like having this shit happen to them, it, it's concerning. They did fire their manager. Yep, uh, yep. They brought in someone new. I don't recall who. They fired Charlie Montoyo, and they brought in – it was originally their bench coach. Let me see. I think it was their bench coach okay. that, that was there. John Schneider, yep. Okay. I think it, 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 they definitely needed a change. Firing a manager, even if, regardless of what the manager's doing, sometimes you just need to shake things up. Take something different. Right? Yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, I don't want them to win. I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I like the them. players, but they're in I my division. So. <laughs> but you said it perfectly about getting a new manager. Sometimes that flips the team's mindset. Yeah. Tony LaRusse is gone, the White Sox play better. The Raiders... Yeah. Two years ago, when Gruden gets fired, oh, yeah. Versace or whatever steps in, right? They can have a good team. I mean, it, sometimes a change of scenery, you know, change, not change of scenery, change of uh, a voice in the locker room yeah. makes a difference. So maybe Schneider was the guy for them. They, they end up turning it around. They were on, I believe, our nine out of 11 losses they had in an 11-game stretch with Montoya yeah. fire him. And they yeah, actually fired Montoya the day they won, they won a game. They fired yeah. him anyways. But, hey, well, it's not how it goes. Yeah. Uh, their team, who I would not be su- – like, they are absolutely pop – capable of winning 100 games. Yep. But I have to see them do it. I'm not going to predict them doing that. Yeah, they, seem like a, they just seem like a 90-win team to me because that's what they've done the last few years. I would agree. I'm with you there. Uh, they're kind of the inverse Rays. Like, the Rays find ways to win 90 games. Uh, the the Blue Jays find ways to lose 70 games. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It's a reverse. It's a reverse. Um, it's a good point. Um, you're you're accurate yeah. with that. I think that's that's all of their. I don't yeah, no, we know we can we can dive into the Sox first, and then do Yankees last. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, dive into the Sox. Obviously, not really that active in offseason considering the Red Sox came in with the expectation of hopefully bringing back Xander Bogats and Raphael Devis. They get Bogats back. I mean, get Devis back. Excuse me, wrong. Apologize. <laughs> they get Devis back uh, on a big deal, ten years, three hundred thirteen million, um, which is actually the biggest deal they've given out during the uh, High and Bloom era. Second largest deal is Trevor Story and. Trevor Story got that six-year, $140 million deal and does not look like he will be back till very late in the season if he were to be back after UCL surgery or some elbow surgery got. That was not Tommy John surgery, but they say it's very close to it, but it'll be better. And whatever it may be, best of luck to him in his recovery. But just another player on the Red Sox that 
Find we find ways to get hurt a lot of the time with some of our Red Sox yeah. players. Bogats would be playing with wrist soreness every year, so it's nothing we're not used to. But uh, considering we have guys like Chris Sale that are injury prone, adding a guy like Trevor Story to that list is tough. But Chris Sale fully healthy coming into uh, the season did have a couple good spring training games. The last few of them might have been a little rocky. I think he finished spring training with around a four or five ERA. But I did watch his first two starts in spring training when I was home, and he looked great. The slider looked great. He was up at 95, 96 with a fastball. He looked confident. Looked like he was trying to get batters out last year when he was playing. I mean, he had two or three starts. Struggled to find the zone sometimes. Then the fluke injury takes a ball off the wrist, off the bat of, uh, it was Aaron Hicks, I believe. It was, yes. Line drive, rocket right off the wrist. Fluke injury, nothing you can really do there. I do have high expectations of Chris Hill coming to the season, which I don't think, I didn't think I was going to. At the end of last season, I said, <laughs> I gave my offseason talk, and I said, do not have expectations of Chris Hill. I somehow have high expectations of Chris Sale going into the season. Don't think he's going to be the Cy Young winner, but I think if he were to stay healthy, I think he'd be somewhat within the top five to seven range, which isn't crazy because yeah. usually a lot of guys in that mix. You have, but you have to hope so. I mean, you would hope he considering, has the talent. considering the Red Sox rotation, I mean, he's the only guy I really have much hope for there. Probably, I mean, Bayo's hurt. Paxton's injured. Garrett Whitlock being the rotation, uh, being in the bullpen rotation. Yeah. Corey Kluber is our you know, opening day starter. Pavetta. Very shaky last year, was hot to the start of the season, really tailed off. Tanner Houck looked great during his first couple of years. The Red Sox bounded injuries last year, and then in spring training, struggled this year. And I'm going to tell you spring training numbers here. Uh, 9.74 ERA in spring training in six games, one and three record. 25 strikeouts and 20 in a third innings pitch, which is good, but that 1.92 whip was not great. Jeez. But 3.15 ERA in 32 games last year, four starts, five and four record. Not a great spring training. He's that's the highest ERA I've seen a guy have in spring training that made more than yeah. like more than like three or four starts. And that's with not what, what you want to was say. it nine starts? I say it was. I think it was uh, six. Six was six starts. Okay, nine ERA, six starts. So I'm not really too sure what to think about how where Yahoo's going to play. I do think the rotation is going to be better than what people give him credit for. I don't think it's going to be a, a rotation that's going to take over the AL, but I think they'll be serviceable enough. I think the offense is a little bit more of an issue in my eyes. You have Alex Verdugo be the leadoff. That's what I want. I love Verdugo leadoff. Best contact hitter on the team in my eyes. Uh, and I think he's going to have a lot better of a batting average with the shift being banned. Rafael Devis, now you go lefty-lefty. That's why Yoshida's batting fourth because they don't want to go lefty-lefty-lefty. Yeah. So they're going to have Yoshida bat fourth, which I'm fine with. Justin Turnup tailing off, I think. I don't think he's going to have that really high of expectations in my eyes. Yeah. Adam Duvall regressed last year from Miami. I believe it was, my, it was the Braves coming from yeah. Miami. Not he a great season fell, last year. He fell off pretty hard. I think it was 15 home yeah. runs, somewhere around there, roughly. Most of them the first half of the season. Yes, yeah. drilled it. Tristan Casas hit a home run today in spring training. He's a bright piece in that lineup, batting sixth, playing first base. Could be better offensively and defensively than, than what we had with French Cordero last year, who was just cut by the Orioles, and then also better than probably what we have with Bobby Dahlbeck, who Dahlbeck actually played better in spring training. He will be, will be starting in AAA, as with Jaron Duran. Jaron Duran looked really good in spring training, was batting with Roy Malatapi for the last opening day, roster spot. I wanted Durant to get it just because I like Durant more, but Tapia probably is the better player. All in all, that's my thoughts on the Red Sox lineup. Keegan Hernandez, thank God, is the ninth hitter in this projection. <laughs> Him batting, I, I, Keegan batting first, you might as well give us an out to stop the game. I always said that. <laughs> give us an out to stop the game. Let the team start with it zero. Start, uh, start you know, the next guy up. Zero, zero count with one out. That would be Verdugo, I guess, if you were to bat Keegan first. It would be Verdugo batting second if you were to flip the order. I, I'm happy he's ninth in the projections. But he's going to be the shortstop with Bogats being gone and Trevor Story being hurt. What are your thoughts on the Sox? Coming from a Yankees fan, I know probably going to be the highest of thoughts, but well, I usually give an unbiased opinion, though. Yeah, so I'll give you well, a, I'll, what do you think of that lineup? I you think, think, I think or Ve- rotation. Vegas thinks they're going to be last in the division. Um, they do. We're lowest in the win total, yep. Uh, 
it's definitely a strong possibility. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities. Just you have Yoshida's coming in from Japan. That's I think it's be legit. Yeah, and you never you never know with these guys. I mean, look at Saya last year. He started off the hottest player in baseball. Fell off. You, you know you you don't know. Tristan Casas, highly talented prospect. I did pretty well. Top twenty five MLB prospect. Year. Yeah, he had uh, four home runs in spring training, 10 RBIs, 333 batting average, and 1013 OPS. Yes. That's just all of spring training, 57 at-bats. Last season, five home runs, 12 RBIs. Here's the thing, the batting average is not great, 197. He kind of based so much with the walks, like 358 gonna, on base percentage. Right, and, and you see that number, it's like... He was very patient at the plate. Right, and that's a, which is good. It's a good thing By to see. By the end of the year, he looked better. You, you yeah. got to think that the batting average you can figure out. If he's getting on base that much, even hitting 200, like... Yeah, that's I think what you want to see from a young guy. I mean, the four home runs in spring training, the five home runs, seventy six at bats, yeah. pretty impressive. I think power. I think four of those home runs uh, in the regular season were against the Yankees too. I think three or so four. Maybe, were, yeah, maybe, yeah, three I'm, or four. maybe I'm biased because <laughs> he's just killing us, but <laughs> I think he can get around 25, 30 home runs this year. Yeah, yeah. Thirty might be a lot. Twenty six, twenty seven, probably my projection. But he's a guy uh, with a lot of potential. He's a top twenty five prospect. They might be our highest prospect. So you got to hope he does well. Um, what are your thoughts on that? What do you, I mean, I guess the bottom of the order, too, you could talk about. Arroyo, uh, Reese well, McGuire, well, I think it's also worth mentioning when Story comes back. He'll be... Probably July, August. He'll probably, probably July. He'll be the second best hitter, yeah. most likely. Probably our best power besides Devis, too. So, and, and, and again, you still have Devers. Which, you still have Devers. And, it's great. We're fine. Just a headset there, Phil. We're good. It's the headsets, as Joe Judge would say. It's these headsets. <laughs> <laughs> they said, Joe, why'd you call a timeout? Why'd you call a second no timeout over the end of that? It's these headsets. No one is going to understand that besides us. No one's going to get it. No Joe Judge, former Giants head coach, probably shouldn't have been, but he was there for the memes. He was obviously funny with his interviews. Uh, he blamed the headsets for the reason why the Giants lost a game and used multiple timeouts when they shouldn't have in the first half and in the second half. We, we used two timeouts on third quarter uh, at one point in one game. But anyways, we'll get back on track with the Red Sox. <laughs> You make a good good point though about that Sox lineup and Devis being basically the only power hitter there. Yes. Like when Trevor Story gets back, we'll add a power. He's probably not going to be a thirty-five home run hitter, uh, Story, but twenty twenty-five I take yeah. from him. And he's very solid. He got very hot last year. He had yeah. seven home runs in a three or four game stretch yeah, last I mean, year. He was he was a very bright light in the season. The rotation. Oh, is like, I want to get your thoughts on the rotation. Really concerning. Uh, Corey, yeah, Corey Kluber um, is the one. He is opening day style. I think Sale's the one, but they're going to have Sale be the, the second the, guy. The issue with Kluber is that at this point, he can give you good starts, but your bad starts are going to be like atrocious. You don't rely on him. He, yeah, I, with with the year he was with us and then the year he just had with the Rays, if guys are making contact, it's over. Like, he doesn't, yeah. he just, he all he has is he he's, if Good he's, if he's ball, pinning those corners and he's, you know... Locating. Right. If he's locating, he's fine. Average last year. 10, right. 10 record, 4th right. or 4th year, right? Average. I, and that's... Yeah, that's fine for your start. Um, yeah, fourth or fifth start of it. You know, number one or that, two. That's he's probably out two. I think Sill is the one, but Sill right. originally had a setback, so they said, Kluber, you'll be the opening day starter. They announced it like last week. You'll be the opening day starter, which Sill will be fine for opening day, but... What do you think of that, I guess, the bottom of the rotation, Pavetta, Hauk, Crawford? I mean, Hauk showed spurts of, of yeah. flash of greatness. I said two years ago, which might have been jumping the gun, I still think his movement could be a potential Cy Young candidate. But I don't think he's going to be a Cy Young candidate, probably. But he has the movement. His, oh, yeah. His breaking stuff sure. is ridiculous. It's That's... just he can't locate the zone. He's getting hit hard, giving up home runs for training. Yeah. Gave six home uh, six runs yesterday, five, six runs yesterday. I'm concerned about him right now. My dad, Ian, is a little concerned as well, even though we probably both agree he'll get, he'll get back on track. But you don't want to see – a guy have that bad of a spring because going into season you're trying to figure things out in the spring. Yeah, you don't want to be figuring things out in the season. Yeah, that's for sure. And that's I, let's see I the think, level what we're doing with the rotation. I, I think it out. I think of the guys 
in the bottom half of the rotation, Hauk is the most interesting. I think Highest he is the most right? upside. Since the, I mean, it seems like Whitlock is just a permanent closer now. He'll be the closer. He's coming off an injury. He'll be up probably the first week yeah. or so of the season. He'll be back. So, Bayo will be a rotation guy. Probably yeah. mix a bullpen in the rotation. Paxton will be in the rotation. Well, probably take Crawford's well, spot. Looking at the list right now, it's like none of them look great. I have a feeling that by the end of the season, one of them will be an established starter. Between Pavetta, Hauk, Crawford, Bayo. Bayo, Bayo, a top 100 prospect, too. They're all young guys. One of them will figure it out, at least. Definitely. Bayo struggled last year for the Sox. 2-8 record, 4-7-1 ERA, 13 games played, 11 starts. He was a top 100 prospect. I don't think he's actually eligible anymore. But 1-7-8 whip last year, too. He did start with walks. But 55 starts and 57 to 30 games pitched. Does have good breaks. I can get up to 99, 100. But obviously, you got to find a way to control it. But... I think the main thing with the Sox is, yeah, the pitching's not... I think here's the thing. The pitching isn't great there if you look at their rotation, right? Kluber, Sale, Pavetta, Howe, Crawford, and then you add in Paxton Abeo with Whitlock being in the bullpen. It's not great. I think it'll be better than what most people are predicting, but I don't think it's going to be great. I think, I think I'm more concerned about that lineup, actually. Yeah. I think scoring runs may be more of an issue. Arroyo, not really great hitter. He's shown spurts. Actually, good feel. It seems like a great guy in the locker room. Everyone yeah. loves him. Everyone's a big fan of him in the locker room. He seems like a good, you know, good guy to be around. Kike in the lineup. Adam Duvall strikes out a ton. Justin Turner was regressing in L.A., which is hard to believe because the Dodgers is where everyone flourishes. You never really regress yeah. in L.A. Well, he's old. He's he is old, 36. 30, yeah. I think 36 years old, I think it was. So on the older side, but I do worry, though, about that Sox uh, lineup. But I would say this. As of now, I would have the Sox fourth in the division. I would have Tur- Tampa Bay at fifth. This might change by Thursday when I go <laughs> more into diving. Maybe it's just wishful thinking here, but... I think the Sox will have over their win total 76 and a half wins. I think they'll have around 78 to 80. Maybe just over. Uh, I would probably go slightly. I would probably go 74. So just around it. Just, a, I, just around I, I mean, I the division's that, tough. Less yeah. divisional games. That is huge true. for us. That is Less true. divisional games. 74 divisional games last year to it's 47 now or something. Yeah, that is gigantic because it means more games against the extremely weak central divisions. Uh, it's 19 games per team. So it went from 76... But now it's 76, I guess, right? So we play each team four times, so it'd be 76 games now in your division. Which right. is great. Which is huge for right. the Sox. I think they struck off what uh, it used to be. It was 52 now. So 76. I'm sorry, I was wrong here. It was 76 last year, now it's 52. So 24 right. games they cut. Right. Then you add more games against the NL. So you play every team at least yes. once. Which is definitely uh, an advantage. For the Red Sox. Yes. Great for us. Uh, Bad for the other teams in the AL that beat up on the AL East. Um, but one is. Uh, their shortstop prospects. Uh, Marcelo Meyer. Marcelo, has he been playing? He is going to be coming up probably, I'd imagine. It's, he's going to come up this season, be middle of the season. Yeah. I'd imagine next season. Was he in spring training? He was in spring training. I don't know if he played much, though, at all. Let me see. Let's see. It's a great question, though, honestly, because I didn't really hear much about him. I actually gun to my head. I'd say he didn't. Yeah, he did play in spring training much. Three oh. hits, nine up. Three hits and nine up. Out. So, yeah, not much. Right. That would have been my guess. Not really much. Three hits and nine up. Out. I did not realize he was only 20. Yeah, he's young. He's going to be a year away. That does explain it. One okay. more year away. Came right out of high school. Yeah. Signed right away. Um, if you look at his stats, though, in double-A, triple-A, or it was high-A, not double-A. High-A shows what a power four home runs. Did struggle a little bit in high-A with the strikeouts. 29 strikeouts to just 17 walks. He does strike out a little. But, I mean, hey, it's 25 games, small sample size. I think he will be good, though. Yes. Number I'm, one prospect in the Red Sox farm system, top 10 in the MLB. Yeah. So, uh, he'll be a year away. They're not going to rush him. Yeah. High A. He'll probably be maybe, yeah, maybe for, a year and a half. And for a shortstop, there's no reason to rush. It's. I mean, if he were to come up, it's not going to be the beginning of the season, obviously. But I, 
I'd imagine probably next year at this point. If he's high A last year, probably start in double A. Probably yeah. do well in double A, get to triple A by the end of the year. Maybe if we were doing great by the end of the season, he was looking polished and we need a spring call-up. Maybe that's very wishful thinking. Probably be I, next I could season. E- I could even see that you know, regardless of how the team is doing. I mean, if they think he's ready, it's not like he, it's not like you have it's someone. Not like it's not like you're, you know, you're begging to Christian keep Arroyo. It's not like you're base. begging to keep Arroyo and Kike, Kike in. Like, second if, if, short in the if you think field. he can play short, uh, shortstop or second this year, like give him a shot. Yeah, I mean, there's no harm in it. I would agree. Um, but so yeah. that's that's a Red Sox breakdown. I mean, we'll see how they do, but uh, they do start opening day Thursday, two o five, I believe it is, against the Orioles. It will be. Kyle uh, Gibson on the mound for the Orioles versus Corey Kluber for the Red Sox. So, what a matchup. Exciting. Is that in Fenway? At Fenway. Awesome. Thursday. Uh, so, I want to jump to the Yankees, talk about them really quick before we close out. <laughs> uh, which the Yankees, there's actually a lot to talk about the Yankees. I mean, you can start off with the injuries, which is tough. Yeah. Or you can talk about their offseason. Resigning Aaron Judge, resigning Anthony Rizzo. Obviously, Volpe now being in the lineup. Volpe made the team, which is so, huge. Top prospect, yes. rookie. So I'll let you start. You're the Yankees guy. I think the best him. place to start is the injuries because right now uh, three of our projected starters are hurt. Uh, that's Frankie Montas, who's been hurt since Shoulder last injury. Ron, yes. Rodone was, uh, I think it was form. Uh, right honestly, I, I appreciate you looking up. Don't even soreness. bother. Because yeah, with, the, with when it comes to the Yankees, it's always soreness three to four weeks. It doesn't Left matter. Four-round muscle strain right. for Rodone. Yeah. And then shoulder surgery for Montas, and then lat injury for Severino, which Luis Severino just suffered that recently, right? Last yes. Week. Uh, this is just uh, – at this point, you're used to it. You know that it's going to happen. Yankees have three starters down, and the season just started. It's I'll, fine. I'll say this, though. You look at their rotation, Garrett Cole being the one, Nesco Cortez being the two, Domingo Roman being the three. For what it could be, could be worse. Yes. I would say it, that's, that. And that's – I don't like to complain because it's, it's, it sounds spoiled – <laughs> they, you know they still got plenty of good pitchers, but it is annoying seeing your two and three starters go down. And then Mont- I don't know what they were doing with Montas. Anyway, Montas it was originally about a month or two, and then he gets surgery. Now he's out till mid season, late who, season. I don't who know. Knows. He um, wasn't great after the trade, though. No, he was atrocious. From the, from the A's. He was really atrocious. So it's not like I'm super bummed that he's not pitching. Uh, but they're going to be crunched for pitchers right now, especially since the Montas trade sent most of our pitching depth. To Oakland. the eights. Yep. We would have been pulling up J.P. Sears or um, Waldeshuk. Now we're probably going to be pulling up like Louise Heal, who is at this point probably a career AAA player. Clark Schmidt is a weird one. He's did well in the bullpen. Five and five, yeah. Three, yeah, he one, did really two, well in the right. bullpen. As a starter, he wasn't as great, but he him. Uh, he's only just coming up out of AAA, yeah. so. There's potential there. I, I like him. Um, I mean, especially considering you get you need someone in that's had some experience, at least someone. He pitched in spring yeah. training a little, three yeah, starts last sure. year in the regular season, so that's good. Um, that obviously he's gotten a little bit of help, but Domingo Roman's serviceable. Oh, for sure. I like um, Roman, you know, as a player, but he's had his issues off the field. Yeah, as I mean, a that's, player, the, he has a that's the thing. It's like I wish we didn't have to rely on him. For yeah, three six one ERA last year in fourteen starts, two and five record. You look at his strikeouts, 58 and 72 Thursday's pitch. The strikeouts really weren't as there as they typically are with his movement, but uh, does does have good stuff. Obviously, yeah. his off field off the field issues, and that's the problem. But. Yeah, uh, I think the most interesting thing uh, about the current lineup is the situation in the infield. So the Yankees uh, started Isaiah Kiner Falefa at shortstop last year. IKF. Uh, he's <laughs> not good. <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, I thought his glove was better than it was. 
He he looks all right, glove. Right? He looked. He's fine at getting the ball. He just doesn't have the arm strength to be yeah. a shortstop. It's it's not. And this is not blaming him. He's, he had, he was he's just a, thrown that because Glaber couldn't. He's do a it, career yeah. third baseman. Why he got slotted in at shortstop, I'll never know. But that was the situation. Brian Cashman. Just another Cashman masterpiece. Um, but now the situation is completely different because the Yankees' two top prospects are Anthony Volpe, who just was announced, made the opening day roster. Very impressive spring. Which is crazy. He's only 21, I 21 think. 21 years old, yep. Yeah. He, for, so he's... Uh, spring training, look at that. Jeez. He's Born a, April he 28, 2001. older than me. New Jersey kids are probably going to be Yankees fans. Went to Del Barton yep. High School, too, which is crazy. Uh, which is a lot of PC kids that went to Del Barton. Three home runs, five RBIs, five stolen bases, 309 batting average, and a 1033 OPS with a 415 on base percentage in spring training. Very impressive. Yes. I was honestly, I, I wasn't shocked that he made it. Like I, I know it was, it was big news, but I was like, he has to make it. Hitting that, right. he has to. Well, right? in, in the past... The Yankees have been very slow to pull up prospects, and the other issue is that there's just such a log jam in the Yankees' infield right now. At first base, it's obviously Rizzo. There's no question about that. At second base, could be DJ. Well, at, well, at the the whole left side of the diamond. So you have second base. Current starter is Glaber Torres, but you also have DJ LeMahieu, who's been filling in everywhere. He can play first, second, second third, or third. Short, anywhere, he yeah. Can't really play short anymore. Yeah, in a pinch he might, but it's really a second or third baseman, right? The first you, two, yeah. Naturally, he's more of a second or third baseman. Finally, I'm healthy. Right, you want him in the lineup because he's great at getting on base. So whether he's DHing or whatever, you want him in the lineup. And then at shortstop, IKF started last year. Probably not going to be playing. You he's have a bench piece. Yeah, know. he's a bench piece. Whatever he's going to be doing, whatever. <laughs> but then you have. Peraza, who is less of a hitter. Oswaldo, right? Yep. Yeah, Oswaldo, uh, Oswald Peraza. And then you have Oswaldo, Oswaldo Cabrera. Two different ones. They're yes. both on the team, right? So I One of them will make it, one won't, right? Uh, Cabrera I'm not, make it, right? I'm not sure. I'd have to double check. Uh, Peraza is considered to be the better glove. And that's an issue because for right now, Volpe makes more sense because you run into... Let's say this has Oswaldo Cabrera in it, which I don't, okay, this is I, I don't doubt it because this is this is projections though, so nothing's official just yet. It's possible. I don't, but any, as you were saying though, anyways, issue being, uh, so you have Peraza, who is considered to be the, a better glove than Volpe, and then you have Volpe, obviously, who wasn't really expected to make the roster until he had a great spring training, and then you have the issue at third base, which is. That Josh Donaldson is starting. And, uh, <laughs> um, that's that, that's the only way to put it. Uh, Josh Donaldson at this point is probably the fourth best third baseman on this roster because DJ is absolutely a better third baseman. Peraza is probably a better third baseman, and Volpe is also probably a better probably third a better third baseman. Yeah, Josh Donaldson. IKF, you probably get throw there, maybe. I mean, he probably is a career third. Uh, Josh Donaldson cannot is not a good hitter anymore. That's the primary issue. He's still he's great. Was he 36, 37? He's still a great defense, uh, defensive third baseman, which I don't want to undervalue, but he's not a good hitter anymore, and we have so many options in the infield. If he is starting, it's a real problem. The power is, you know, falling off a little bit, 15 home runs last year, but four in spring training this year, but the batting average is tough, 222. That's in the middle of the lineup, too, four or five right, hitters, exactly. which is tough. I mean, he was three, four, five, depending on the lineup with all the injuries the Yankees had last year. He was moving around three, four, five, six. Yeah. 
Uh, but typically in the middle of that hot of that order, in 222, you really don't want there. 682 OPS. But in spring training, 985 OPS, four home runs, 39 at-bats. I'd imagine the two-disc batting average would come down with more at-bats. Right. So the real question for the Yankees when it comes to the infield is how do you make all this work? The issue being that although Volpe is the inferior glove to Peraza, Volpe doesn't really have the arm to be a third baseman. It's hard to throw a guy at the hot corner too, right? right. Shortstop's tough, but third base is really hard right. to throw a guy that right so you, you Naturally, the solution would be, okay, you play Peraza at short, then you play Volpe at second, but then you have then Donaldson. Glaber is the odd man out. Yeah. And at the same time, you need to work LeMahieu in there. So what I would hope happens is at some point, Volpe takes over at second. Peraza... Yep. Uh, who was, I mean, Peraza at the end... Did the, play a little last year. I mean, he was playing in, at shortstop in the postseason and made great plays. I w- would hope he's the shortstop. And then hopefully LeMahieu at third. And... At, at this point, Donaldson, the odd one out? Well, Donaldson and Glaber. Is Glaber yeah. is probably the odd man out at this point? And he's that's only not got a year left right, in his deal. He's so. only got a year left in his deal, and he, he's he been hitting well. Better last two, 24 he, home runs, which but, is good, but the 242 batting average of spring training yeah, and isn't the best. But, I mean, at the end of the day, small samples, as, as we've yes. said a hundred times, which he'll still be the starter probably anyway second base, no matter what he hit in spring training. But yes. Um, Realistically, like you're saying, though, expectations-wise, I mean, yeah, you probably could throw him out, and he could be the odd one out by June. It's it's tough. It's tough to see him fitting in when you have two guys right underneath him ready to play, and it it just makes so much sense to move him at the trade deadline because there's going there's going to be a team that needs an infield there, and he has the chance to. I mean, he hit 38 home runs his second year in the MLB 2019. Since then, he hasn't well, hit 38 home runs combined no. over those three years. 36 home runs over the last three seasons between 2020 20, 20, yes. combined. But he, he is a good he is a, still a good hitter. I was going to say 24 home runs last year. But could take that power. <laughs> the issue is that he picks one month a year to be the worst hitter in baseball. And does struggle with errors sometimes, too. Which he yes. got better with second base. Yes. Did so the last year was actually um, one of his best years defensively. Um, yeah. But he's just the odd man out when you have Volpe having an incredible spring training. Peraza already proving that he can be a major league shortstop. It's a question of who's getting out of the way to make room for them. It's probably got to be Glaber, and I, am, it's got to be Josh Donaldson to me. I mean, Glaber's still only 26 years old, so I'm going right, to take him the, just for that. He's only 26. It's, he's young. young. Glaber I mean, came, is 25. Glaber came up at, like, 20. 20, yeah, and he was, he was actually mashing I mean, 24 the, home runs as a rookie. It's, it's like ancient history now. But, batting average. It does feel like 10 years ago. That right. was 2018. Because well, he... Came to us in the Rolls Chapman deal that sent him. Yes, to the Cubs. Cubs. Yep, twenty five games. The year Chapman, after yeah. that, after the Cubs won the World Series, he was starting for us at shortstop. Chapman signed back to right. <laughs> yes, so he's an experienced starter, even though he's only twenty six. So I think there will be teams that want him, uh, and it's I think it's tough because I don't dislike him, too. but how do you keep him when you've got all these talented players behind him? That's just the way I feel about it. I would agree, especially with the young talent you guys have. Yeah. That's like, he'd probably be the odd man out, and he'd probably, if you guys want to rebuild that farm system, maybe take a couple prospects. Yeah. Shoot on the 12th and 15th prospects. Or we always, we always need more relievers. You always need more pitchers. That's true. You do. You know? I it's mean, like... And one guy we didn't mention that you got at the trade deadline last year, you traded Montgomery, Jordan yeah. Montgomery, to the St. Louis Cardinals to Harrison Beta. I liked Beta. I know he's very small yeah. sample size. You could do something like that where you say, oh, mid-season, we need a reliever. We need a fourth right. starter or a fifth starter because yeah. so-and-so's hurt. You trade it for a back-end fifth starter, and who knows? I mean, and yeah, Bader's also, solid. Bader's currently injured. 
Uh, so nothing got hurt. Great glove though. Excellent glove. Uh, did great in postseason last year. Uh, but that does mean that Judge will probably be starting in center field again. Um, Which he's better in right though. Right? He's much better in right. He's yeah. like passable in center, center but yeah. you don't want him. You want him in right field, and you want Bader with his glove in center, and then hopefully Stanton in left. Although, yeah, who, I mean, know, who knows, knows what's Stanton. going on. Stanton, yeah. Giancarlo, it's right uh, field as of now, Giancarlo. But um, what are your thoughts on Judge? He had 62 runs, obviously, <laughs> last year. 131 RBIs, 311 batting average. I, which we'll close out in a second. I know you were yeah. psyched. Obviously, he was re-signed. You had oh, to yes, re-sign him. Absolutely. Uh, it didn't really matter what the check was. Give him a blank check. You have to keep a guy, especially a fan favorite. And especially a fan favorite in the game of baseball. I think everybody respects Aaron Judge. Whether you're a Yankees fan, you're a Red Sox fan, Mets fan, everybody respects Aaron Judge. He's a great guy, great leader, great player. You had to re-sign him. As for his production on the field, obviously that speaks for itself. 64 runs last year, 62 yeah. AL record, beating Roger Maris for Yankee. Do you think he gets anywhere close to 62? Let's say 50. Would you say it's as around 50? Uh, I think his over is 47 and a half in Vegas. Without putting a number to the home run specifically, I think last year was I don't Probably think he, I don't, I don't think, think close he to will. That. That's a I don't think question. he will replicate last year ever. If he re- replicated last year, it would mean he's one of the best baseball players ever. I think if he replicates like, even the RBIs or average, that would be great. Right. If he represents in three eleven batting average for his power yeah. is huge. Uh, how many powers that yeah. do that? Um, the eleven eleven OPS. The only, the only like seasons offensively that are comparable to him are like Barry Bonds. Well, but not even like Barry Bonds is on another level, but <laughs> like it's like yeah. McGuire's last uh, MVP season. Yeah. Is yeah. like the or um Sammy Sosa yeah or Bryce Wire. Harper the one year he won MVP like yeah there that's the last season twenty twenty right what it was yeah um I would agree I, with you though it's hard to put a number on it I, I would say forty seven is a lot still to even put a I number could on. see him hitting honestly I think I want to say like forty five that's what I was like forty five to forty eight I'd I, say somewhere right around that range because I think last year he was taking a lot he took a lot more swings last year than he usually does. He was a lot more aggressive at the plate, and it worked out. Yes. But I think teams are just going to decide, we'd rather... Take a chance with him just we'd rather going outside. Yeah, and we'd rather you have almost a 500 OP, OBP than give you the chance to beat us with a home run. run. Which he did actively against the right. teams. I mean, he took over games. Yeah. He took so, over baseball, honestly. I mean, and he was the talk of baseball. Him and obviously Otani, very close MVP recently. Yeah. Even though he deserved it, very close to the triple crown, triple, triple crown but... Otani's hard to beat. It also yes. took all that to beat him. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to have a season more comparable to, like, his last his last healthy season was... 2021, right, he had, games. You know, 39 home runs. Yeah, probably, right. I think I'll have over that. I think he'll probably have around 45, 42. Right. Uh, but I think, here's the thing, if he keeps the 311 batting average, I think that'd be even the most impressive thing. Because well, 311 for a power winner, that's his best average of his career. Right. 287 was his best before that. Yeah. Um, and... So, one thing I want to point out, look at the OBP. His OBP, yeah, two, 425 yeah. last year. Yeah. 425 on base percentage. I think, I think. Slugging 686. Yeah. Killed it. I mean, killed baseballs, uh, leaderboards, in batting air, in, uh, on base percentage, slugging percentage, home runs. Yeah. Opus so, killed it. I, I think his season's going to be more like his 21-21 season, just because he's going. He, it's not in 62 home no, runs. No player can do that every year besides. Roger Maris and him. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, depends, yeah. Uh, but he's still going to be our best player by far. Um, I'm incredibly thrilled we re-signed him. And, yeah, uh, 
It's really just a question of can we beat the Astros? It's the only question. I would say it's the only question have... that any team in the AL should be asking themselves is can they beat the Astros? And I think the answer is probably no. But if healthy, you guys have a better rotation than the Astros. I mean, I, I would say, which rotation is so, so important? It will, it's not everything, but it's important. But I would say also hitting in the playoffs is tough. It is important because the Astros, even the pitching's bad. So if they score six, seven runs a game in the postseason, just because they've. Alvarez and Bregman and Altuve and all the and Pena and, and uh, they just added uh, Jose Abreu. I mean, it's yeah. nuts how good their lineup is. Kyle Tucker, McCormick. That's the problem. I think they're pitching. Obviously, you need to have good pitching. Oh, and their pitching kill. Uh, their pitching kills the Yankees. Specifically, kills the Yankees. We yeah. all all their pitchers have great off speed pitches that sink low in the zone. Lance I don't think. Uh, what's his name? Christian Javier. Uh, I, right I had the misfortune of being at that game. The one <sighs> Yankee game off. I go to this year is the no-hitter. Yeah, when he went um, off, right? Yeah. Through a no-no in that game, then I think a combined no-no in the World Series, right? Yep. I think he did, which is nuts. So, Which is ridiculous. Um, uh, he finds, they find ways to win the race. I, just, I mean, the Astros. The Rays do too, but the Astros. <laughs> I would say the main concern I'd say with them, I think you have a better rotation. I think you'd have, the offense needs to be hot in the playoffs. That's, I mean, Judge that's, struggled in the playoffs. Stanton... I think if I remember right, it's from the playoffs. It was really Bader was your best player Bader, in the playoffs. It was Bader, and that's really I, the issue. Most consistent, Trevino, right. I guess. I, the, the, the real, the real question for the, guess. the real question for the Yankees this year is if their hitters five through nine can be above average. Because like last year, you looked at it position by position. Judge was hitting out of his mind. Rizzo was hitting great. Wameyu when he was healthy was hitting well. Stan when he was healthy was hitting well, and then everyone else was hurt. Or hitting badly. Donaldson, kind of Falefa, Hicks, just, Gardner. Brett Gardner was still on the team, right? No, he wasn't. Oh, he's Gardner. Gardner was two not. Years ago. Um, Hicks was still, though. Hicks still in the lineup, yeah. You can't be a championship team with four. It doesn't matter how great your first four hitters are if you have a black hole. Look at the, the, the Angels. Exactly. The Angels could not, they couldn't get over. And that's why they made a lot of moves getting Renfro exactly. and getting Drury. And that's, I mean, Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks was one of the worst hitters in baseball last year. If he is starting, if he's anywhere he's near the starting now. spot, that is a terrible <laughs> issue. He had two sixteen, yeah, six forty three OPS, eight home runs, forty RBIs, ten stolen bases. Though, which is actually impressive. I don't think he had much speed left, but he does. Yeah, thirty three years old, getting up in age. I'd imagine if there were to be a team that wants with a deadline, you'd probably be finding one from. Uh, if, yes, if, if there were to be a team, if there were to be big F there, if um, there were to be, you'd probably hope. But. So the hope is that. The Yankees, uh, with an infusion of young talent, are able to hit above average. The rotation gets healthy, and Find ways maybe, to win. maybe this can be the year. Who I knows? think they're going to win the AL East. So as a start, it's a great division. You've been the AL East. You're already one of the best teams in in, yeah. in, in the league because I, you're playing against yeah. the Rays and the Blue Jays. So I guess we'll see. Anything else you want to add in? Uh, no, I think that that about don't hold you a two and a half hour episode, which is, I know it's a great episode. But I, I obviously apologize for keeping you all night. No, but, it's perfect. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen. Thank you so much, Dale, for coming in. New York Giants super fan, New York Yankees super fan. Obviously knows all the stuff sports you guys can tell. Love him in. Talk about the NFL draft probably in about two or three weeks from now. You're always welcome any Tuesday night you want to come in 7 8. Uh, So thank you for coming in, Dale. It's much appreciated. Thank you guys all for listening in. A few quick shout-outs to my family. My parents are listening in. All my siblings, thank you guys for listening. Auntie Lisa, the O'Malley family. My Uncle Frankie, thank you for listening in. I always give my whole shout out. Yes, I just I, I'm just running over everyone right now. The Key family, thank you guys so much for listening in. I'm trying to remember everyone here. The O'Malley family always listens in as well. And the Loftus family, 
always listening. So thank you guys for listening. Much appreciated. We'll be back next Tuesday night to talk all things sports from 7 to 8 on WZBC AM Sports Radio. I appreciate it. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Enjoy opening day Thursday. Stay safe and stay well. Thank you.